0: Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today, because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vedekovic. Welcome to this episode, my friend, which is all about managing your brain. So this episode was prompted by a quote I heard the other day where it was asked, who is the boss of your brain? Do you manage your brain or is it the other way around where your brain sort of runs a show and you're much like a little puppet on a string, completely dependent on what your brain is dictating you to do, say, think and feel rather than the other way around. Now, I know that's a rather weird analogy, but the truth is you do have control over the thoughts that run through your head. You are in fact the boss if you choose to reclaim that title and say, do you know what? I am in charge here. I know a better way and I will choose a way that serves me best in the long run. So before we dive into this discussion, I think that it's best that we look at how our brains work. So our brains are made up of two main parts. We're going to call them the lower brain and the upper brain, or it's the prefrontal cortex. Now, it's super important to have a good grasp of this info so that you know how to manage each part when it tries to influence you and how you live each day. So let's start with the lower brain, which is a primitive part of our brain. It's like the monkey brain. The main purpose of it is to keep us alive. Now, not only does the lower brain, you know, takes care of all the basic human functions like breathing and keeping our hearts beating and swallowing and balance and movement, it also basically just wants to seek pleasure avoid pain and conserve energy. So just remember that, seek pleasure, avoid pain and conserve energy. And this is mostly happens automatically. We don't have to expend too much energy. The lower brain sort of takes care of those things for us. And then you have the upper brain, which is also known as the higher brain or the prefrontal cortex. So this is a part of the brain that separates us from all animal species. We're the only one that has it. It's a part of the brain that you use when you set long-term goals, and it isn't concerned too much with immediate pleasure, but more about the things that will serve you best in the long run, which of course sometimes is delayed gratification. Now, we use this part of our brain to make wise decisions, to work towards those long-term goals I was speaking about, to think critically and strategically, to control our impulses, okay? Our lower brain loves those little impulses, the things that make us want to do things and have them right now but our high brain knows that sometimes it's best to be more patient. Our high brain helps us to control those impulses and make choices that lead to, remember we spoke about long-term gratification rather than just short-term pleasures that don't always serve us best. So I like to think of the lower brain and the upper brain as firstly the lower brain, it's a little toddler or a little monkey alongside an adult, the high brain who always knows better. It is useful for us to know that the lower brain actually thinks it knows what's best for us. It's like a little toddler. It thinks that we need to eat that piece of cake right now because we need food to stay alive and we're going to die if we don't have it. It wants us to skip exercise in order to conserve our energy and stay safe. Our lower brain is focused on immediate gratification, short term pleasures. It's very impulse driven. And what you might have actually already discovered for yourself, if you are always operating from that lower section of your brain, the lower brain, more often than not, you're going to find yourself behaving in ways that don't always serve you best in the long run. So it helps to remember that we actually have a choice to tap into our higher brain whenever we like. Now, even if it takes more conscious effort and even if it doesn't always feel good right now, because remember, the lower brain's the one that's seeking pleasure And sometimes our high brain tasks aren't always as pressurable in the short term today, even though the actions will help you reach your goals in the long term. So another way of looking at this is to imagine that you are driving a car and you have the brattiest little snotty toddler strapped in the car seat at the back, screaming at you where to go and what to do next. So this toddler is much like your lower brain. It wants to be heard. In fact, it demands that you listen to it right now. But as an adult, okay, so the higher brain, you are sitting in the driver's seat. You are wiser and you are smarter and you are in control. So the higher brain sometimes listens to the lower brain. It gives in, but it doesn't need to. In order to dream big and to chase your goals, you need to learn to silence that toddler and the lower brain at times and speak to it lovingly. It's okay to say, yes, of course you want to do that. Of course you think that's best. I understand that's part of your primitive nature, but I am the adults. I am in charge, and my high brain is telling me that something different is best for me in the long term. You get to decide whether your high brain pays attention to the lower brain, those survival primal instincts that we have. I think it's also important to step back and understand why we are driven to do some of the things that we do. Even if it doesn't make sense, even if it feels like we are self-sabotaging ourselves or it seems counterintuitive, we do it because we have that lower brain portion. It's that primal part of us. It's focused on survival. It thinks it's telling us what's best for us. It really sincerely does. And at times, it does serve its purpose. It does protect us from danger. That is why we have it. And we are wired with this natural fight-or-flight instinct that served us well for millions of years. But guess what, my friend? We aren't living in the stone ages anymore. You need to remember that this lower part of your brain, the lower brain, it doesn't actually control your actions. It isn't in the driver's seat. You are. You get to decide whether the higher brain or the lower brain wins out with every single decision that you make in your life. So your higher brain actually doesn't need to give in to the lower brain when it's been a little out of control tantrum intolerant. We aren't living in a time or place anymore where our survival is at stake every day. Our high brain can respond to the lower brain in much the same way that a parent would speak to a toddler that was being annoying and being silly and being irrational. We could say, Yes, darling, I know that you want that chocolate. I know that you want that new toy. But there is a time and place for everything. You need to be patient, my friend, my little darling. You need to calm down. You have to have more faith and trust in the process and in the choices that I'm making every day. And even if the things that I'm doing don't feel pleasurable right now, let's just say, you know, I could be doing exercise. It could be really hard. I could be doing work, putting time into my business or you know, having this uncomfortable conversation with a friend or a colleague or my husband. Even though those things feel hard, and that toddler lower brain would much prefer that you don't even do them, It is ultimately best for you in the long run. And sometimes we need to remember that we can take different actions because we always have an option. I think it's also important to cut yourself some slack when your lower brain is being louder than usual and your higher brain just succumbs to its wishes on occasion because you just feel like making it stop for a second. Having these urges and desires is totally normal. It is part of being a human. Nothing has gone wrong when you want something that isn't the best for you in the long run. It's just your lower brain being more demanding than usual. And that little demanding voice never goes away. So unless you learn how to silence it, sometimes you might just give in until you know a better way. So what we need to learn to do is get really good at managing your brain, which is what this episode is about. We need to direct our attention to where we want it to go. Because you are the boss, my friend, and you are in the driver's seat of this journey that we call life. So really take the time to observe and study your thoughts and your feelings. What are you thinking in your head? Is it coming from your lower brain again? Is your lower brain demanding some attention that it really doesn't need or it doesn't deserve? When something comes up that you know isn't making you feel good in the long term, like maybe you're constantly giving in to your urges or you're always feeling angry or frustrated or overwhelmed, I want you to step back and ask yourself, isn't it interesting that I'm choosing to think these thoughts? Hmm. Okay, are these thoughts useful to me? What do I need to think and how can I think differently? And what do I need to do differently in order to get the results that I really want to achieve in my life? How can I better control my lower brain So it doesn't constantly derail me from my goals or wreak havoc on my life. And you will often feel like your lower brain is doing just that, derailing you from your goals. That is why it is so important that we manage our brains. So remember, nothing has gone wrong. All those feelings that come up, those urges, those cravings, you can handle it. Okay, those are just little feelings. They come and they will pass if you allow them to. So remember, your lower brain is going to be kicking up a stink. It is going to be stumping its feet. It wants you to give in. But just tell it to settle down. Settle down. You understand what's best for you in the long term. You understand what your future self would want you to do instead. Those feelings will pass if you allow them to. You can also cope with all the strong emotions that come your way. Emotions are just feelings. They pass. They don't last forever. Even if you're ever feeling angry or fearful or anxious, that you can sit with that feeling. It will pass as long as you don't keep on focusing on it. You just let it go. It's interesting that that feeling came. Just feel it. Study it. Understand why you think it's there and do your best to manage it. So let's just say with a situation of fear. So fear is very common when it comes to chasing your goals. And it's a feeling that your lower brain is really comfortable with, okay? Your lower brain is going to have a feel day every single time you try to step outside your comfort zone. It's going to be screaming, stay back, stay comfortable. Don't go and do something that you're familiar with. I want to stay safe and I want to stay comfortable. But guess what? Your higher brain knows what it's doing. It knows what's best for you. It knows that you can handle a little bit of stress and a little bit of discomfort, that you can manage those emotions and those feelings, which are just coming from your thoughts, remember. So just remember, your lower brain would much prefer that you never experience any discomfort or any stress or any unknown. Your brain is wired that way. And absolutely nothing has gone wrong when you feel this way, this feeling of discomfort. But you do have the power and option to guide yourself in the direction you would prefer using your higher brain. So your higher brain is there to help you make plans. It's there to help you make decisions. It's there to help you reach your goals, but only if you manage it well because remember, sometimes it will succumb to listening to your lower brain. So just make sure that you are sitting in the driver's seat of your car and when you turn on that ignition, you drive that car where you want to go as opposed to your little lower brain toddler or monkey that wants to take control of the wheel. It really does. You better believe that that toddler would be wishing that it could sit in that seat and drive straight to Toys R Us or whatever and buy every single thing on the, in the store and put it all on your credit card. It really wants to do that. But have no fear. That toddler is staying strapped in that car seat. It can't get out. All it can do is yell at you and try to dictate your actions like a kid maneuvering a remote-control car They want to use a remote to get you to do what it wants you to do. But you need to learn to speak to that toddler, remember, in a way that calms it down. Now, of course, it won't always listen. In fact, most of the time, it's going to convince you that you are wrong. But that is totally normal. The first part of this process that I call managing your brain is understanding that this toddler will never, ever grow up. It's always going to be around. Now, teachers go to college for years in order to learn how to manage kindergarten kids in a classroom well, so that they aren't nonstop running around with a Sharpie, wanting to draw pictures on the wall, or cut things to bits, or whatever little kindergarten kids do. But you will need to give yourself the same amount of grace and time to get skilled at this task of managing your lower brain. Do not expect it to happen overnight, but just be aware that it exists. It takes time and practice to learn to manage your lower brain. Just as it takes time and practice to direct your higher brain to take control in your life. Sometimes that lower brain is still going to scream for comfort. It's going to scream out for instant pleasure. And sometimes it's going to win, but that's okay. So rather than beating yourself up over this, I want you to know that, of course, it's going to happen to you on occasion. It really, like it happens to the best of us. It's perfectly normal. And it just confirms that you are a normal human being, just like all of us with urges and desires that sometimes scream for your attention and we have to get used to that feeling of discomfort when we have to learn how to let them go, when we know that our future self and where we want to go in life doesn't include giving in constantly to that little toddler that doesn't have our best interests always at heart maybe it thinks it does. And maybe once upon a time, yeah, you know, eating everything that you could find and staying in your little cave and not putting yourself in danger, that did its job back then. But we're living in the here and now and it's a different day and age. But because we obviously do not want that toddler to control our whole life, I invite you to get really conscious about how your lower brain and high brain might right now be influencing your life. Like, have you ever stopped to think, most of us think that we have that one brain and it controls everything, but there's two parts inside there, actually more, but these are the ones that I want to focus on today. So going back to my original question right at the beginning of this episode, do you manage your brain or does your brain manage you? I love this quote by T. Harvecker who said, Training and managing your own mind is the most important skill you could ever own in terms of both happiness and success. So it's really important to learn to master your emotions. And hopefully we all know by now that our emotions are determined by the thoughts that we have. Every circumstance in this world is neutral and it all depends on what we choose to think that will determine our consequence feelings and the actions and results we have in our life. So when you change your thoughts, you're actually changing your life. So I cannot stress this enough. Our lower brains want us to remain safe and comfortable and to have a life full of instant pleasure. But this behavior is usually counterproductive when it comes to chasing your goals, okay? And this podcast is all about helping you dream big. Sometimes you will need to give up what you really want right now, like to watch two hours of TV or to go online shopping or to eat that donut in order to achieve something ultimately more valuable months or years down the track. Sometimes you are going to need to step outside your comfort zone and sometimes you will need to learn to sit with discomfort for long periods of time. Sometimes you're going to need to face your fear, which your lower brain isn't going to like. It really doesn't. It doesn't want you to face your fears. But a fear of success or a fear of doing live videos or a fear of failing, that isn't going to hurt you now. It isn't going to serve you to succumb to those fears like it did back in the olden days when a caveman would hide in the cave because there was a bear outside and their primal fear kept them safe. Because back then, there was a real chance of getting attacked or killed. But what's going to happen to you if you chase your dreams and you face a little fear? Most of the time now, facing your fears leads you to feeling more confident, more resilient, more powerful, stronger, stronger feeling almost invincible, because when you face your fears, you literally know that you can do anything. It gives you courage. So don't be afraid to face your fears, even though your lower brain is going to try to convince you that you shouldn't, that you should just be staying at home, watching TV, doing nothing, eating everything, and keeping yourself safe and comfortable. And I think that we all intuitively know that isn't really going to get us where we need to go, or more importantly, where we want to go. So slow down and begin to study the thoughts that you are having in your head. Remember, you get to decide what you think about any situation every single time. You get to decide whether you want to give in to that lower brain or whether you want to manage that higher brain so it actually gets you to your goals. Now, another thing that I want to remind you before we end this episode is that our brains like to solve problems and our brain also likes to be correct. So, what this means, it's always going to be looking for evidence to confirm your thoughts, confirm that they're actually right. So, why not use this to your advantage? Tell yourself that you can do it. Tell yourself that you will find a way. Allow your emotions to come up when they do. Understand that it's totally normal and decide how you want to proceed from there. How do you want to show up in the world? Try to understand and really explore why you might be choosing thoughts that don't always serve you, like get really curious about that. Why do you think you do that? And then know and understand that you can do it a better way, that, that we always have options if you choose. You get to decide. Now, your brain is actually like a muscle. You need to exercise it and practice often in order for it to be stronger. And as Buddha said, rule your mind or it will rule you. I really love that because it just so eloquently summarizes what this episode is about. We need to learn to manage our minds. We need to learn to manage our brains. We really do. We need to train our higher brain to be in charge of that little monkey toddler that wants to boss us around It's gonna try to boss us around forever and we need to put it in its place. I promise you, it doesn't belong in the driver's seat. It doesn't belong sitting on your lap while you're driving. Put it back in that car seat, give it something else to do. Sometimes you just actually need to ignore it. You seriously do. But grant yourself some grace if or when your lower brain gets its own way. Sometimes it's going to, but you are ultimately in control. As long as you understand why you gave in, like really explore it, try to understand. Why you do the things you do? Why do you do it? All you need to do is ask yourself that question and really dig in. And don't say that you don't know the answer. You do. You do. Sometimes the answer is, I actually just felt like it. I felt like giving into the lower brain for now. But ultimately, your higher brain is your true best friend. It really wants the best for you. So guide it in a way that serves you best. Guide it in a way that gets you where you need to go. You are in charge. So I hope this episode on managing your brain and managing your mind has been useful to you. As always, thank you so much for being here with me. I really do love and appreciate you all. And I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Until then, have the most fabulous day and dream big, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.